What's going on, geeks? Um, wanted to drop in here and let you know that uh, we do not have coverage of the new Spider-Man trailer on this episode, but we did report on those leaks, and the episode released within the last few minutes of recording our podcast. So the reports we have of the Spider-Man leaks in here are obviously incorrect, but we'll talk about the trailer next week. Uh, personally, I think it was pretty sweet, but... Despite the, the, the leak discussion, uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Your lack of faith is disturbing. Believe it. Okay. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is LJ Lowry, and I have here with me Shelly Nolan. Hello. Uh, this is episode 275, and we are geeking out about uh, the latest in Pokemon news, um, more superhero movies, and the Cowboy Bebop uh, live-action adaptation that's looking looking decent. We don't know yeah. if it will be yet, but it looks, looks promising based on the shots we saw. Um, but yeah. anyway, uh, we will get to that um in a, a bit later but uh first of all some housekeeping news our pledge drive has officially been announced uh Whoa. september 17th uh yeah. basically uh we we're, we're this time we're raising funds for uh to be ad free uh we decided that we just weren't making enough on the site and that um the ads are kind of intrusive nobody likes ads anyway so we hope that you will support us in, in this endeavor um yeah. so that way geeks under grace can can stay ad free so um also check out the shop uh geek geeksundergrace.com slash shop we got as cody likes to say super soft t-shirts yeah uh, we got plenty of masks uh with that delta variant going around you're probably going to want want to get some more masks if you had, don't have any already which by now you should um yeah, by now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway, if you buy buy more for buy more for your friends, and it's like maybe you get tired of washing the same one, uh, so buy just buy some more. Yep. Um, <laughs> vouch, vouch for that. Yeah. So anyway, that is uh, it for the housekeeping. So let's get into gaming, Shelly. What have you been playing? So uh, I've been playing a little bit more Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm really annoyed with myself with just how <laughs> the timing worked out with when I decided to play this game. Because I know I'm the type of person who will wait a long time to play something unless I really, really, really am invested in something. So, like, the next Breath of the Wild, I'm, you know, I'm getting it day one. That's okay. But with games like this, um, I tend to wait way after, you know, people play it, reviews are out, and then it goes on sale. Um, So I'm pretty sure I got Ghost when it was on sale as well, but I only, you know... If you've been listening to podcasts, only started to play it somewhat more recently in the last couple months, but yeah. I sort of picked it back up, and you know, I was playing it, and I am not that far into the game, but I did complete a very a plot-heavy events that I won't talk about because of spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the big first like plot-heavy events, um, your big goal, I guess, at the beginning of the game, I was able to complete that, and I'm like, obviously, there's more to this, um, but. I'm just annoyed that just today, as <laughs> just before recording this, is when I realized, oh my gosh, the PS5 upgrade came out. Yeah. And it's for for 30 bucks. And I'm like, oh, why Yeah, is it the so director's much? cut stuff, which is like, yeah. it's a little like, pricey for an upgrade. 
And like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm at least glad that they do have an upgrade that I can get because I was worried. I heard, you know, the director's cut come out and I'm like, man, that's like right after I just got the game <laughs> and I'm really annoyed by that. But whatever, I'm just going to keep playing, I guess. But I was sort of looking into what the PS5 upgrade gives you mm-hmm. um, specifically. And, you know, because obviously you get that extra island, Iki Island, which is cool. I'm like, oh, that's awesome that you actually just get a full story sort of expansion. Yeah. Um, but then there's also, um, I play on, with Japanese audio, mm. um, which is odd. I mean, because I, I usually listen to dubbed anime, but this doesn't feel like anime to me, even though it's Japanese. It's very right. much based on a historical event, or at least heavily inspired by a historical event. So that's why I'm like, just given the stuff you do in the game, it feels a little bit weird for me to go to English. Uh, I like sticking to Japanese. But what's so weird about it is if you've never played this game before... Even if you have the Japanese voiceover, the lips are still reading English. <laughs> yeah. So, and like, obviously I'm, you know, reading subtitles, so it's not that bad, but it can be a little disorienting and a little bit weird how it's using um, the English. It, again, it's like, it's sort of like reverse dub. It's it's so yeah. strange how it's like, oh, I'm look reading, you know listening to this in Japanese, but their lips are doing English, but it's game based in Japan. And <laughs> it's kind of strange, but um, apparently this PS5 upgrade, because they're running on the live real-time PS5, um, and because it's that powerful, I guess they're able to actually go with the Japanese lip syncing, which is cool. Mm. Um, so hopefully I'm right. Hopefully I read that correctly, but that's what I read. And then obviously yeah. just like, it's faster loading times. Like, it's already pretty fast loading times just on a PS5 running a PS4 game. But, like, if mm-hmm. I can utilize that even more, like, that's cool for me. And, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to get it for sure. Um, so we'll see sort of the main differences. It's really interesting, again, how... I think I mentioned it before on the podcast, but it's like... I'm playing on a PS5, and it is obviously a very pretty game. But there are a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a PS4 game. So it's going to be interesting to see sort of the difference between, you know, I've already played so much of it on the, you know, of, of the PS4 version on the PS5. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really interesting to see how much it actually changes for the PS5, like, version. Yeah. Being You'll able probably to get the, from. like, ray tracing mm-hmm. and lighting in there and stuff that yeah. the other one didn't have. And I heard, too, that... uh it runs fairly similarly to the PS4 Pro, and so I heard complaints about that, but I just have a dingy old original PS4. I do not have a PS4 Pro, so even just being able to run more natively on 60 FPS is, like, even just in some things, even if it's not all the time, like, that's still better than what I have now. Oh, yeah. um, Or with my regular PS4, and it being able to really unlock all the sort of possibilities that PS5 has to offer... Like, I want to do that. Plus, I heard that they put in DualSense, which I'm just so all about. DualSense is so cool. Yeah, um, So I want to be able to... Yeah, I just want to be able to notch the arrow and pull it and feel that that grip. Um, mm-hmm. And just being able to have more ways that the controllers utilize. Because, again, um, I got this PS5, but I'm not really playing any PS5 games. Like, I have Miles Morales. <laughs> and then there's Astro's Playroom, and that's about it. That's, like, all mm-hmm. I have. So it's going to be really cool to essentially have another ps5 game in my arsenal that will be able to like utilize all the cool like features that comes with but we'll see you'll hear you'll hear from me next week how (laughs) if it's really worth it or not right i guess (laughs) cool is that it uh yeah how about you 
Cool. Um, real quick, I just want to point out that Ghost of Tsushima was our game of the year last year uh, for the gaming department. Yeah. So, uh, for anybody that has missed out on that, go, go check it out. It is a good game. I mean, yeah, even if you're not interested in all the... Even if you don't have PS5, if you're not interested in, like, all the extra stuff that gives you, mm-hmm. like... Just pick it up on sale, like I did. It's yep. it's still a really cool game, especially if you like games like Breath of the Wild, like sort of the open world. Yeah. Um, that sort of style is very it's very cool. And mm-hmm. again, it's very pretty, but also interesting because it's, you know, based off a true story, kind of. Anyway. Yeah. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so the things I've been playing, uh, the first big thing, I mentioned last week that I was playing Rocket League Oh, yeah. Specifically for the God Mode Activated Tournament. And we, we were training for that last weekend. It was on Friday. So yeah. we, we did do that. Um, it was super it was super cool, super fun. They actually broadcasted it on their on their Twitch channel. So Sweet. like they had a few of them doing commentary and everything. And um, That's so I fun. partnered up with uh, Watson from the Co-op Trio podcast and Aki from Aki and Peach. Um they're a couple of Twitch streamers, and uh, they were both streaming it, too. And so in- instead of streaming it for, for us, I was like, I'm just going to focus on the game. I'm going to enjoy being a part of what they do. Um, yeah. So it, it was super cool. So uh, the, the tournament, uh, it, we, did de- we did decent. We actually won our first match, which uh, we were evenly matched with, with the three people. It was three on three. Um we're mm-hmm. pretty evenly matched. We didn't really. There was no scoring happening for most of the game, and I believe Rocket League is five minutes per match. And so it wasn't until like the last minute or so where we actually got two goals and we won. And so that was super cool. <gasps> Let's go. Yeah, it it was so nerve wracking uh, because like it's just you know everybody's on edge and it's just like and <laughs> oh man yeah it's just it it was very intense. And then the second match. Uh, we we got uh, armor. Shout out to Armor of God Esports. Those those guys they they have esports in their name. They play they they probably play this game on the regular. Uh, we we got beat pretty pretty good by them. Um, a few of us made some made some errors that we definitely suffered for. But <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we we at least we won a match. And then in our losers bracket, uh, it, it could have gone that one could have gone better. But it was kind of a bummer because the other team they. They were bumping me, so I kind of played goalie for that. That ended up becoming my focus. Yeah. And so they ended up bumping me out of the goal, and I think they even demoed me once because you can like explode oh. people and they and so it was just like to me like they were playing kind of rough, especially for like <laughs> we play you know we play ranked you know on on a regular basis usually and for competitive and it's just there's it seems like there's usually an etiquette for Rocket League like people usually don't try to play aggressively <laughs> like that and so I was like hey it's a strategy but it was also a bummer because like. Uh, it just like, basically. I want to have fun. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fun. not very fun. Like, yeah, it was a bummer, but um, all in all, it was still a great time. Uh, we definitely, you know, got got to you know know a few more people and things like that, and it was just so fun, like preparing it for preparing for it for the entire week and just getting yeah. matches in and super. Cool. It, we just we felt really good going into it, so it, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so I did that. Uh, the the other game is quite interesting. It's a game that they showed at a couple E3s, I believe, and, and other things. But it's on Xbox. It's called Twelve Minutes, mm-hmm. 
And this is the one that uh, we, I think we reported on it before that... Uh, yeah, this game looks super interesting in um, the trailers. James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe are oh, all, right. all like, three all doing... big names. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so the, Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy, they got they got rid of their accents. And so it's weird. No way. Because, yeah. So I forget that it's them a lot. Like, <laughs> it, they just sound so different. And I'm like, this is weird. Um, Willem Dafoe sounds like Willem Dafoe. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, I ended up having to use a guide for some of it because there were some hints that I just kind of like, I got stuck. But basically it's, it's like a, almost like a point and click adventure game. You have to interact with things in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, there's conversations and dialogue trees that like the more you talk to, uh, talk to different, to the other characters and interact with them. Yeah. It opens up more trees and things. So, like, ultimately, I, I'm actually almost done with it. Uh, there was just one hint that kind of pushed me over the edge, and I just, boom, just blazed through it. I believe it's, like, anywhere, I think they said, from six to eight hours long. I probably put around seven hours into it just because I kind of just binged it over the course of three days. I think I have one more loop left because that's kind of what this game is. There's, a, there's like, a time loop. And so mm -hmm. it's, like, every 12 minutes... You, you end up having to restart or certain things you might do end up restarting the time loop and things like that. And so, huh. um, there, there's, there's a twist that kind of weirds me out. <laughs> like it, it like, like towards the end, it feels like it's, it, you know, it feels like, Oh, like that's cool. It's a very wholesome story for why things are happening. But mm -hmm. then like, it kind of takes this weird dark turn that I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to recommend this to people just on the twist alone. So it's like, mm. um, Interesting. I think I only have like one thing left to do because I saw what was kind of the big twist. And so I feel like there's like one thing I have left to do and I'm just not sure what that is yet. So I got to sit down with it and get and see the final, the final piece of the ending. But, uh, it's an experience. Uh, it's on Game Pass for people that do want to try it. Um, so it's not like you have to really fork over any money for it. Uh, yeah. If you, do, if you do want to try it, but but it is fascinating. It it is really a cool piece of technology, and it, and it is interesting, like the way you progress in that game. Like there's a lot of cool stuff to it, but just the twist kind of like kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm just like, ooh, like that's kind of awkward. <laughs> so. Totally. Yeah, uh, but without saying any more, uh, that that is twelve minutes, cool. and um, that those are kind of the big things I've been playing. That totally, I totally forgot. But you were talking about Rocket League and reminded mm -hmm. me. I actually did play um, at Smash tournaments. Uh, oh, that's this right. Last week because that's why I wasn't able to come last week was because right. I was there. Um, what was interesting about it is that you know obviously most tournaments I would say um, are. If they last more than one day, it's because they're just, there's so many people. They, the brackets last, like, yes. so long. But I went to a tournament that was three days, consecutive days. Ooh. They were each a separate bracket. Okay. Um, it was just at some guy's house. Uh, one of the TOs, one of the local TOs in Washington. Um, right. He's great. But it was just, like, such a good time. It was, like, every day. It was a pretty small number of people, too. Mm. Like, 20-ish people each day. Oh, that's um, not bad. Yeah, which is, like, really nice um, because I just feel like I... I mean, I went 0-2 every day, but it was still really... F I mean, okay, the first day, technically, I went 1-2 because the person I was supposed to fight uh, got DQ'd, so... Oh! But, 
Yeah. You just think think about that. Yeah, I got one too. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah. it's just crazy because it's like I I know I'm like I'm getting better at the game, mm. um, like so quickly, um, which is really exciting. And but like the people, like especially at that tournament, like everyone was so good. Everyone's so talented. Mm. Um, yeah. Pacific Northwest uh, Smash is highly underrated. Um, there's just some like crazy talent over here, so it was really fun to meet new people and play with some new people. And so I'm, um, I feel like I'm finally at this point where going to tournaments in the future, I'm gonna know other people and they're gonna know who I am, which yeah, is super that's cool. cool. I feel like I was almost there before COVID. You know, I was going to lots of tournaments, went to some bigger ones, and I definitely had some sort of faces I would keep in mind, and they would know me and I'd know them. But it was mm-hmm. very sort of few and far between. Um, but I think at this point, I, I've even though I am going O2 most tournaments, um, I feel like I'm still somewhat made a name of myself and, and people like yeah. recognize me and know me. And I think that's really cool. Um, and I feel like just way more comfortable being able to walk up to someone and say like, hey, you want to do some friendlies? You want to warm up? You want right. to you know, do that sort of thing? I honestly feel like this has helped me become a more social person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's good. I just, yeah. It's like, it's, it's amazing what a year pandemic will do to you uh, <laughs> and your social skills. Your social skills just go down the drain. But I feel like <laughs> now I'm like, oh yeah, I actually know how to talk to people. This is awesome. So that's cool. That was really cool. It was just a really fun time. I feel like honestly, um, I haven't been to that many tournaments, but I have been to quite a few, um, especially local tournaments, but this has to be probably one of my favorite sort of tournament experiences. Um, because again, it's like, even though I went 0-2 every day, I always knew like the next day I, I would be able to go back and bracket and compete again and play against mm. really, really cool, um, very tough opponents. Um, because most of the time you go into, you're, you're essentially done. You could play some friendlies and like, that's about it. But yeah. It was just really cool to be like, oh yeah, well, we'll just come back tomorrow. Um, yeah. And it was also just super funny because it was such a every day, um, with so few people, that Daniel and I ended up having to play each other in bracket. Oh, wow. That's fun. <laughs> and I took a game off him because oh. I... Well, because I'm a Yoshi main. Yeah. He's a Roy main. And so we play each other almost every day. Right. Because we're married. So y'all um, know each home. other and how so we, you fight. Exactly. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to switch and play King Dedede. Oh. Which is very different, a very different play style. And um, nice. I was just like, I'm just going to switch it up and see see how it works. <laughs> and yeah, I was able to take a game, which was super funny. Um, oh, that's funny. It was just a really good time um, <laughs> overall. And I'm really glad that I did it. And um, I'm really excited for the bigger tournaments that are going to be coming up soon. We got Port Priority, which is coming out, um, coming out, ha- uh, happening Halloween weekend. Oh, cool! So I'm I'm super excited about that. We're also um, going to Low Tide, which is actually in Texas. We're we're flying to Texas for it. Um, wow! And that's, that's like awesome. early October, late September, and that'll be a really good time too. Because it's also uh, at an indoor water park. So we're like, you know, even if we don't do well, we're gonna have a fun time. Yeah. Uh, or I'm going with some friends and stuff. Um, but anyway, I just kind of want to share sort of some of that experience. How I just feel like even though. I'm a little old tour, just like losing all the time. I feel like I'm getting really better as a player and it's been really cool to meet new uh-huh. people and learn different matchups and you know, that sort of thing. So. Yeah. That, that, that energy is just so fun. Like from being, yeah. from being a part of tournaments and stuff. Like it's just, a, it's, it's very cool. different than playing casually, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just such a different mentality. It just gets you hyped up and you see other people excited and it's just like, you can't be mad, you know, like 
Totally. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, we will get into the gaming news then. Uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, all right. First piece is uh, there was a Pokemon Presents this past week. Yeah. And there was uh, a couple of new Pokemon announced for Pokemon Unite. I think they had some other stuff for some of the other mobile games. Yeah, they uh, they have a revamped cafe, like Pokemon Cafe. Oh yeah, they, so weird. they're so like, literally calling it like remakes. Yeah. yeah, it's so strange. I'm like, <laughs> why did you rename it? Why didn't you just like? Anyway, yeah, I might get it actually at this point because they're adding a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, hmm, maybe, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then they, I guess they probably talked about more about uh, what was it? What is it? Brilliant Diamond, Diamond, Shining Pearl. Okay, I get them. I, I get them backwards all the time. So okay, yeah, Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, they look really good. They because yeah. they announced the Underground. Because I know that was a really big thing in the original games. I loved the Underground in the original games. It was mm. so fun to just like, you know, get little fossils out or get a little um, gems and stuff. Out. Yeah, but yeah. I I love that they've really revamped it and they've made it bigger. They've made it um less convoluted i guess because the original i remember was just a pure maze and i think it's still a maze mm. but it's still um i think it makes more sense the way sort of connects with everything and they also have these like places where you can go to get exclusive pokemon like you can't you can oh. only find pokemon here and the underground areas and nowhere else in the in the region i think oh, wow. is what they're they made it sound like and there's yep. also going to be like bases and you're going to be able to put statues and that will like affect everything i'm just like oh mm. this is so cool because like I didn't know how much they would be adding for this game, but yeah. it's cool to see that they've at least done something like that. Um, and I do know that the people were looking at the map for like the underground map because it's supposed to reflect the um, sort of above ground. It's supposed to sort of match that. Huh. Um, and people were pointing out that the Battle Frontier area has an underground um, area, and so people were saying like, "Oh, maybe we might get a Battle Frontier," which was I think just in Platinum. Okay. I think. So that sounds like exciting. something they would add or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like it'd be cool if they, I mean, obviously they, I don't, I don't expect them to add a bunch of the dis- distortion world stuff from platinum, but it'd be really cool to see at least some of the end game stuff from platinum put into these games. Hmm. Um, I'm really hyped for it though. They have, they confirmed um, Pokemon contests, which are going to be really fun. I love doing Pokemon contests. They confirmed, um, the Pokeball decorations, because you put like little stickers oh. and stuff on the Pokeballs, and it'll like, oh, cool. When, when they get released, they'll like do decorous, decorative stuff. So I'm really excited <laughs> that's back. Um, and I think they also confirmed that you can have Pokemon follow you. I think. Oh, nice. Is what I saw as well. So I'm like really excited about that as well. It just looks Sweet. like it's going to be really good, honestly. I think you can customize your character, mm-hmm. um, dress them up like in other games, and yeah, I'm just, I'm hyped about it. Yeah, I, I think I think I'll be I'll probably be passing on that one. But the one that I, I does have my have my attention is uh, Legend of Arceus. They uh, showed more of that too. Yeah, and that, that looks, game looks really amazing. Crazy! I'm just like, what the heck? Like, yeah, they, I was not expecting new Pokemon. Yeah, but I mean, they're not new. They're just variants. And yeah, I like guess the they didn't. They didn't give us a lot of information, but I, I kind of wonder, I'm like, are, are these Pokemon going to be brought back for the future, or are they just going to be Pokemon that died out 
in got went extinct, right? Or like yeah, that makes sense. Changed into something else, you know, like you got the Growlithe that looks so cute. Oh yeah, the Growlithe, yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just like okay, like did the years, the you know thousands of years, whatever. I don't know how many, how far in the past <laughs> it is actually. I don't know if they yeah. confirmed that, but like after the years and years and years, did they just like turn into what Growlithe we know now, or right. is this region exclusive or what else? I think like, they named it by region. Uh, I could be wrong though. Yeah, they did name it by region, but it's like yeah. it's still the, the same region, of it, even though yeah. they called it they, they're calling it something else because yes, uh, but. Yeah, it looks, right. it looks crazy. Like it's so different, but like in such a good way. Because mm-hmm. I think it's what people wanted for so long. Just like that <laughs> yeah. actual open world. What Sword and Shield was teasing at, just showing yeah. you hints and whispers the of what, what could yeah. be. And this is like way more expensive <laughs> than what we actually want. Yeah. You can literally get in a fight with like a freaking Garchomp, and like it could kill you. I think. <laughs> yeah, you can Which, die it's so from metal. Pokemon from other Pokemon. You have your own HP. Yeah, uh, the, the the I laughed at some of that stuff. Yeah, that was cool. It's so funny. Uh, um, apparently, you can craft Pokeballs. Like you actually have to craft stuff. Like which is cool. Yeah, it's a cool concept because again, mm-hmm. it's like an open world type thing, and mm-hmm. it's so funny because they like keep showing off these characters that are very clearly, and I think they've even announced for some of them. Like, oh, this is the ancestor of the professor, but then there's oh. also one that's like so clearly the ancestor of the head of Team Galactic. <laughs> Which is interesting. I'm just like, oh, is there going to be some sort of like history that like starts here that we get to witness that falls all the way through into Diamond and Pearl? Like, Probably. what are we gonna, what are we gonna witness? What are we gonna see that just like dominoes all the way into Diamond and Pearl? Um, That's cool. But yeah, it, yeah, it, it looks crazy. It looks it looks great. Um, but yeah, that's the one I'm excited for. Absolutely. I'm yeah. Um, so, uh, the next piece of news is that, um, so I, I thought the game, I thought Gamescom wasn't starting until, like, October, but apparently it's, like, this week? Like, I didn't know it was coming so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they revealed more inf- information about Halo, which is probably going to be at Gamescom. Um, at launch, Halo Infinite is going to be missing some big features. Uh, the biggest one that people are upset about is that, uh, you won't be able to play the campaign, uh, like cooperatively online uh, at launch hmm. um but that's like halo like staple right there like that's what people go to halo for most of the time aside from multiplayer because you want to squat up with your friends and go through that campaign play yeah. on legendary and that's not going to happen um which i mean it got delayed so it's like it, it, this is probably better than another delay um but it's going to launch without the Forge feature, which basically people just get to make game modes and customize maps and all that. Like, that, to me, that's that's fine. Yep. I don't... I mean, I'm sure people enjoy Forge, but... Um, the cooperative thing, that's the biggest one. And then I, I find I find it very interesting that uh, they're... So there's a thing that they had in Halo 5 called, like, Assassinations, which basically, mm-hmm. like, you run up behind somebody and it does, like, a cool, like, kill animation and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're getting rid of those, um, but it's not because, like, they don't like them. It's because uh, when people play multiplayer, apparently, before they even go into multiplayer, they just turn them off. Um, because oh. because of the disadvantage, I guess, it, it, they, they bring. Because I, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, if, if you're running by and you see, like, your teammate get assassinated or something, or you get see somebody get assassinated... 
instantly you're gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna wait right here and shoot them whenever the totally. animation's done or it's whatever. Just, um, yeah, but uh, it's cool, it's flashy, but at the same time, yeah, <laughs> like competitively, you don't want that. Oh yeah, absolutely like, not. The, I, I, I think of those because like Modern Warfare, the, the like Call of Duty remake had those. Like they had this cool like dog animation execution uh, that you could get, and then they had one where you have like a raven and like. I loved those executions in Call of Duty, especially using them in Warzone, because it's like you rarely get an opportunity to use those. So, yep. Uh, but I but I get it. It's like automatically people are turning those off, so they just decided, well, let's not even bother with it. Um, so that one's a bummer, but it makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Um, it's, eh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the biggest one is that people are disappointed that there's not gonna be any online co-op. Um, I feel like that is pretty huge. But also, it's like, uh, do you want another delay? Probably not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, people are never happy, I guess, either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well. Yeah, and then uh, the third piece of news, I put it in here just, just for laughs, but uh, they announced the Skyrim 10th Anniversary Edition recently. Man, I just... It's a meme, but the problem yeah. is it keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. This keeps happening. Like... yeah. This is so stupid. It's like, I think, I don't remember, I think I read somewhere, but you can upgrade from the whatever definitive edition or whatever, the special edition, whatever it is yes. that is now. Like, you could a free upgrade to the anniversary edition that you already got yep. an upgrade from the regular edition. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, which uh, I don't think there's, like, I tried to look it up and there's not really anything super special about the 10th anniversary edition. Probably yeah, just like, better graphics and stuff. But the highlight is there's fishing now like what like so weird how is that a highlight like that should be like a minor thing now it's an rpg because there's fishing oh yeah from the beginning (laughs) it's just wild to me i'm like how can you be so attached to this game yeah i I don't get it developers i mean i'm like on one hand i have to respect it because like Mm -hmm. most developers will just leave a game at that point but yeah they are like we have to keep this game alive and keep re-releasing it on new systems all the time, new ways. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's even on it's even on Echo Dots, which basically just feels like you're playing a game of D and D. Oh, that's uh, right. That's... Which it's oh, super weird. It's like, which direction do you want to go? Do you want to go this way? Do you want to go this way? And then you can like say what you want to attack with, like what weapon you want to attack with, and it'll be like. You did this much damage or whatever. Like it's like oh my, this is like playing D anD D. Yeah. I think the joke is that it's gonna end up on your smart fridge. Um, I think there was literally like that video that they did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's. that's uh, Yeah, it's just like okay. Here's another one. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what else to say. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's it for the gaming news. We will get some big news uh, after Gamescom next week. So, um, Yes! Oh my gosh. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, I believe opening night live is already tomorrow as of this recording. And just like news happens, it always comes out after we record. So yep. it goes with the pattern. Alright, uh, so next we are going to geek out about movies. Uh, what movies have you watched so, um, I actually did watch a new movie, surprisingly enough. Um, oh, cool. Daniel and I were talking about chick flicks, because I, I showed him 10 Things I Hate About You, um, <laughs> which is a great movie, by the way. I love that movie. It's also very cool that it is based in Seattle. Yeah, but, you got that connection with it. 
Yeah, like literally the very first scene is in Cary Park, which I live very close to Cary Park, so it's just it's cool to see that every scene you're like, I've been there, I've been there. <laughs> exactly, right? I'm just like, oh, there's a Fremont Troll, there's Gasworks, so there's Lake Union, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's very fun, um, but also it's just a good movie even if you're not from Seattle. Um, <laughs> that being said, we talk about chick flicks, and mm-hmm. so I showed him that movie. I also showed him Miss Congeniality. I forgot that. I also that's a good one. Watched Miss Congeniality as well because I was in our chick flicks. Um, I don't know why, I yeah. just feel like educating him on that. But he's like, hey, I've never <laughs> seen Stardust. And I'm like, no, I've never seen Stardust. I've never even heard of Stardust. So we watched Stardust. Um, it's a pretty good movie. I liked it. Um, he was just like, yeah, it's like kind of cheesy. like, And it's kind of predictable or whatever. I'm just like, this is fine. <laughs> because it has Michelle Pfeiffer as Ricky Jarvis. It has um, the Some guy who plays Prince Caspian as his yeah. dad. Which is so <laughs> funny. I was just like... Is that Prince Caspian? It's like totally Prince Caspian. <laughs> um, the hair, I just, you can't, can't go wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a nice feel-good movie. I, I just was shipping the two characters so hard. I, like, I feel like Stardust might have been based off a book or something. It was, it was around that time. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because when you say Prince Caspian, I was like, I'm sure they, I'm sure somebody just watched Narnia and was yeah. like, hey, we need that guy in our movie. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's really cool though. I like that it's sort of like a, you know, there's like this complex fantasy world, but it's not actually that complex. But All it's right. like so simple as you just cross a wall to get to it. I'm just like, that's fun. It's like, it's it's very Narnia-like in the sense yeah. where it's like you just stumble into a wardrobe and all of a sudden you're in another world. Um, mm. But I don't know. It's it, it's just what's cute. I like that they, um, it's like, it reminded me, they took the good parts of Hocus Pocus and made it not the focus. I don't huh. know why. That all rhymed, but it worked. <laughs> it worked. You know what I mean, right? Because they had the yeah. three witches, and they were very fun, but they were also very evil. And every mm-hmm. time they did something, you're just like, "Oh, that's not good. Oh, that's really bad. They're still evil." It's like they're still <laughs> interesting, but they're also interesting villains because you could tell they're still evil. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I feel like Hocus Pocus was just sort of like I don't know. I just think about that because it's another. They're both about. They both have three evil witches. Obviously, yeah. that's not the focus in stars. They're just some of the villains. Right. Whereas, um in hocus pocus you're just like that's the only reason you're watching that movie is to mm-hmm. be entertained by them you don't care yeah. about the protagonists you could they could fail if all you like you want the witches to win <laughs> at that point yeah they're doing interesting things in that movie um yeah i just yeah i just liked the like the villains were just very cool and actually threatening um like the witches yeah. and um the prince one of the princes obviously there's there's many princes um to inherit the kingdom uh Septimus, I believe. I think that was him because he was the seventh one. Mm. Um, I thought he was so cool because he actually was like a threat. He would actually just like kill people. Whereas I feel oh. like Stardust on one hand kind of felt like a Disney movie. But yeah. on the other hand, there was stuff like where he just like was straight up just like kill someone. And I'm just like, oh, that's right. He's actually a villain. He's actually a villain <laughs> that's interesting. That does has, um, <laughs> like very valid motivations um, but it's also a threat, you know? Mm. Uh, I feel like I've watched so many movies where the villains aren't actually a threat, or they're just like, right. you know, kind of whatever. Um, but the main characters are also really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just really liked it. It was really, uh, it was just a nice, fun, pretty wholesome movie. But it's it was cool fantasy. It's definitely not a chick flick, though. So, like, we were looking online for chick flicks, and for some reason it came up, which is why we watched it. <laughs> it's definitely not a chick flick, 100%. Definitely not. Um... But I still really liked it. The other thing, too, is that uh, Septimus's theme 
is in 7-8. And I just thought huh. that was so cool because he's he's a 7th and it's in 7-8. But anyway, <laughs> obviously my music theory husband was all about that too. So <laughs> That's cool that you recognize that though and you picked it was up so, It that. was actually so funny because he's obviously watched this movie a lot and he like pointed out, he's like, oh yeah, his theme is in 7-8. I'm like, oh, because he's the 7th one. Like he's the 7th. He's like, that's cool. Why did I never make that connection i knew it was in seven eight but i didn't even think about why that's great <laughs> anyway that's i cool. like it i think it's just on disney plus i think it was disney plus maybe no, it was netflix um or hbo max one of those three <laughs> if you if you just want a nice sort of like mostly feel good like you don't have to think too hard but it's cute but it's also fun fantasy world i recommend it mm. it was pretty cool um that's what I watched, though. We've just been watching a lot of, like, sort of romance, cheesy comedy. But it wasn't, that wasn't a comedy. It just had comedic elements. So, mm. anyway. I'll be watching. Cool. Uh, I, I, I was hard-pressed to find time to watch a movie this week. But last night, I was as I was going to bed, I put on Street Fighter. <laughs> that came out in 1994. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. Uh, it's, like, it, it's it's very old. It's old, and it's it's very cheesy. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like it helps to maybe not think of it as a Street Fighter movie, but like there are like well-known actors in it. So you got Ming-Na Wen who plays Chun-Li and she's like big yes. right now, be, you know, no, because absolutely. Of all the things she's been in and everything. She's so uh, cool. And, and she's Mulan. Jean- I'm just yes, like, she's that so too. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then you got Jean-Claude Van Damme, which I mean, he hasn't done movies in a while, but that's a, that's a classic mm-hmm. martial artist. You know, he's done a lot of the same, like, revenge plot movies. You killed so-and-so, so I'm going to fight you kind of a thing. Um, which, the same goes for this movie, too. He has a character he's trying to get revenge for. I'm like, that's his bread and butter. Um, and then you have Raul Julia, who plays... He, I think one of the things I know him most notably is that uh, he plays Gomez in the original Adams Family. Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah, but uh, he, I think he's he's a very well-known like theater actor too. I believe that's kind of that was his thing. But uh, I think he passed away right after that movie came out. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, that was like he he did really good. Like there, it's interesting because there are like bad things about this movie as far as like Street Fighter continuity. It's like yeah. Ryu and Ken are like these like con artist guys, and then like um, it's just they're uh, like. E Honda is Hawaiian and like his buddy is Balrog who's like a bad guy in Street Fighter and stuff. There there's all these things that they just kind of do whatever they want with. But yep. like despite that, I'm like this feels like just like a standard action movie cuz like technically there's a war going on. Yeah. Because Bison Bison has like these prisoners and stuff and it's just like I, I it's good to think of it as not a Street Fighter movie necessarily. But like there are good totally. there are good good aspects to it that are just like fun to turn your brain off and um but yeah it's just it's probably more nostalgia than anything to me but it's like i feel like i I feel like it's just not as bad as some other movies (laughs) so um but yeah it was it was good good fun time i was just like this is the perfect thing i need to unwind on a sunday night so totally that's awesome yeah um so yeah, nothing big. I'd probably watch something better. The last couple, <laughs> the last couple weeks have been movies from 1994. Because last week I watched The Shadow with a young Alec Baldwin, and that actually was not as fun to watch as as Street Fighter. So I was like, I feel like I redeemed myself this week. <laughs> nice. Um. 
So yeah, that, that's what I've been watching. Nothing nothing too important. Sweet. Well, we can go into movie news. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, we've been talking a lot. It's already 40 minutes in. Let's go. Oh, wow. Um, so, movies, uh, they're all superhero related. Two of them are MCU and one, one is DCU. So, MCU mm-hmm. first. Um, first of all, turns out the No Way Home trailer was, leaded, was apparently leaked. Um, which is, you know, typical... It's not Tom Holland who leaked it, obviously. I, I <laughs> highly doubt that. But it's just like, of course, another Tom Holland thing was leaked. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to scroll TikTok right now because they said it's been showing up on TikTok and Twitter. And I'm like, okay. Ooh, I don't want to I don't want to scroll through TikTok because I watch a lot of like movie. Like I have a lot of movie review stuff and a lot of movie related stuff oh, on my feed. Then it'll, it'll, so, yep. Yeah, because I had parts of Space Jam spoiled for me that way, too. And I'm like, uh, I'm, oh, I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think the No Way Home trailer was supposed to release somewhat fairly soon. But, like, I'm almost positive, like, it's probably going to release sometime in the next month. Like, mm-hmm. just because I would think Disney wouldn't want that sort of thing going around yeah. unofficially. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that they just put it out sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? As long as you don't actually get it spoiled to you, I'm just like, yay, I want that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's not actually, like, ready or something, but then again, if it's leaked, it... Yeah, I mean, like, Hollywood is. Reporter, like, reported on it. Like, there have been, like, it's... Apparently, it's legit enough that uh, big sites have been, like, reporting on it, so... Yeah, because I am... Yeah. I am pretty happy for that movie. Um, mm-hmm. We do have an official trailer, though, from MCU. Yes. So, we got another Eternals trailer, one with a little bit more info, um, a little... Mm-hmm. little less vague... Um, but yeah. what's really interesting, I think, about this trailer is that they sort of ask that question that everyone was asking originally, like, where were the Eternals? Where were they during Thanos? During mm-hmm. Endgame? During that whole... If any, well, like, that whole thing. Why couldn't they interfere, you know, kind of a thing? Yeah, and so they sort of, like, kind of answer that, but kind of don't mm-hmm. a little bit. They're just... They, they address it on one yeah. hand, so Yeah, those, that's those cool. celestials that are... That big thing that they show, that's a celestial. Yeah. Those things are... Like, nuts in the Marvel comics. Totally. Like, I was, mm. like, obviously I, I haven't read much um, comics at all, but, like, I was sort of seeing other people's reactions. The fact that, yeah, they're seeing um, mm-hmm. those guys. And, like, it's just, it looks pretty, really interesting. Um, yeah. It's strange because it, like, sort of feels like an MCU movie, but sort of doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. it's very different than most of their stuff. And I think it's actually kind of cool that we're seeing just a bunch of new people, a bunch of new faces. Um, I feel like that's going to be really refreshing. And inevitably, probably, freaking like Doctor Strange or someone will meet up with them. You know, like that <laughs> that will happen to CMC. Yeah. Everyone comes together. but They got to connect um, somehow. I do think it's going to be a little bit of a breath of, breath of fresh air to f- just see some new folks. Because mm-hmm. like the last thing we got... Uh, Pretty much everything we've gotten since before COVID has been people we already know. We got Black yeah. Widow. We got, like, WandaVision, the shows, Loki. Like, these are characters we always we, we already know and love, which is great. Like, the shows and all that was great. But I think it's mm. going to be really refreshing to see some new people. And, like, what and are they Shang-Chi's doing in MCU? Shang-Chi's coming like, out in they? two weeks, too. And, yep, and Shang-Chi, same thing. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, that yeah. they're finally kind of moving into this next phase of, yep, there's other things out there. Why were they not involved with Thanos is yet to be seen. 
But right. um, what's the next big threat? Does it involve these people? Does it involve the Celestials? Does it involve, you know, anything that's get revealed in Shang-Chi? Or do we have to wait till like, Doctor Strange stuff comes out? No Way Home. Right. It's all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, we got a uh, confirmation that a Black Canary movie is in the works. Uh, at HBO Max, of course, because it's HBO Max. They're the... DCU guys. Um, it's going to be the same actress who played Black Canary in uh, Birds of Prey, so uh, Journey Smollett. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that um, movie was actually better than I thought it was going to be, so I, yeah. I, I'm pumped for it. She, she did good. That's what I've heard. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I heard you know, Suicide Squad was bad and then Birds of Prey was okay, pretty good, and then obviously yeah. the Suicide Squad everyone's talking about is yes. very good. Which yeah, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet, but I will eventually. Yeah. Um, um, last week, this kind of connects. I mean, I don't know if it's going to connect specifically, but last week, Cody and I talked about how uh, the kid that the guy that plays Miguel in Cobra Kai is going to play Blue Beetle. Uh, so this is like more HBO Sweet. Max like movie news. Absolutely, so. mm-hmm. that's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all of our movie news. It's just trailers and. Announcements for superhero movies. Yeah. Cool. Um, oh, what did you watch? <laughs> so, um, I watched a couple things. On TV, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, Daniel and I started watching the second season of Cells at Work since that's on Netflix. Oh, um, cool. Because I knew Cells at Work Black had come out. I actually didn't realize that there was a second season for the original Cells at Work. So, we started watching that oh, only a couple episodes in. Um, that show is just so, it's so fun. It's yeah, so, it's so like, weird and cool. I love how educational it is. Like, one of them uh, that we watched was about vaccines, and specifically like, the mumps vaccine, and sort of shows, like, from the cells' perspective, like, what does that sort of look like, and how does it help them out, and... Um... That's topical. Oh, absolutely it is. I know. <laughs> I was just like, can we just get, like, the whole country to watch this? Um, but either way, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's it's so educational, but so entertaining, but it's also just fun... But mm-hmm. there's also high stakes, and it's kind of a mix of everything, honestly. But um, uh, I really enjoy it, honestly. So mm-hmm. I've been watching more of that. Um, also watched What If the yeah yeah first two episodes. That's all it's out. I know you guys probably talked about the um first, the first episode, episode last week a little bit, yeah. But second episode's come out. That's very interesting. There's like, a the lot first going episode, on. The first episode was like, okay, yeah, this makes sense, mm-hmm. and they, you know, it was incredibly rushed, because they're trying to fit an entire movie in an episode, and yes. it's very yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, then the second episode, I'm just like, okay, I have several questions, <laughs> but it's not like they need to be answered, because it's not really canon. It's a different yeah. timeline, and there's a reason it's a different timeline, which they kind of go over a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like... It's so weird. <laughs> it's such a weird concept. Yeah, I, I like um, how like the first episode felt like very much like a pilot situation. It's like, okay, here's yes. here's what we want to do. And then the second episode was like, okay, let's just go do it now. Let's just go change all kinds of stuff now. Yep, they're like, and... we can do whatever we want. We can do whatever <laughs> yeah. we want. Because it's not canon. It's not in the main golden timeline. That's what people are paying attention to. Like, right. this is entirely different. Entirely just, again, literally just answering the question, what if. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if we want to talk more about the second episode because I feel like there's like spoilers, even though it's like at the same time it's just a single episode. But... Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think I'd want people to watch it, but I think it is cool that we have a bunch of those voice actors, uh, 
Well, a bunch of the original actors doing voices, like especially mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, like that was his last piece of work he did before he passed. And I think that's cool. Yeah, man. It was, um, yeah, it was just so interesting to see like all these characters who we know in very <laughs> yeah. different scenarios doing yep. very different things. And you're just like, does really one decision influence all this? But then you have to think like back to Loki and like the Nexus event. It's like, yep. yes, like even it's, one it's small thing. After seeing all that. Yeah. After one small thing, one small like misstep, mistake, decision mm-hmm. will influence and change that future like yeah. crazy. Um, so it's sort of one of those things where it's like the golden timeline, as they always talk about in the MCU, is like it has to work this way because of these reasons. And um, I do think it's cool how um, I was a little bit worried that like... Um, that especially after the first episode i was almost worried that like the show is just gonna be like oh here's all the better ways things could have gone like i didn't know if there would be consequences if that makes sense i thought you know especially with the second one i i feel like the first and second i guess both of them i was just like are there going to be consequences to these things that are happening is there going to be like a clear reason as to why this would couldn't have happened right In in the original timeline that we know and love um and i like that they do kind of answer that. They they mm-hmm. kind of point to it. Um, because yeah. I think it would have been really frustrating to watch a show about like, oh, look at all these cool possibilities that could have happened. That would be way better. And I'm just like, well, then mm-hmm. I just want to watch that. I don't want to watch yeah. MCU. So Yeah, because at the end of them, it seems to be like, oh, but this is also hap- this also has happened. Like, kind there of is, there's consequences. There's ways that it, it connects to other things that you don't yeah. realize. And that, you know, again, the Nexus event, you're just like, you kind of have to nip it in the bud. Or else all this other stuff is going to go down. Yep. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's very it's yeah. a very cool show. It's just, it's so rushed. And it very much feels way more like comics to me. Mm-hmm. Than, I mean, obviously, the than comparison to live action. But also just in comparison to other animation shows. Yeah. Like, they just talk over each other so fast. And things <laughs> move so quickly. Yeah. That I'm just like, this is straight out of comics. Like that's yep. and it's it's a cool feeling. Like it's actually kind of cool. Um mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm always like, oh my gosh, we're just like moving so quickly because things kind of happen before you can episode. process them. Yeah. Totally. But yep. I'm just, again, I'm just like it, it makes sense because these are all sort of attuned to sort of comics. Like is that yeah. experience you're just watching it. Versus live action, yeah. it's a bit of a different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, what if was it's going pretty good so far. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the next one. I think they said the next one is going to be focused on Nick Fury and Black Widow. They've already released like posters for for those. Yep. Yeah. Um the other thing I watched real quick is Naruto. It's my weekly Naruto update. Yes, um, let's go. I'm in the final. I'm in the tuning exams. So like Naruto Ginger. just fought Neji and okay. so they're they're skipping all the fights and Shikamaru has to fight and so it's like they're they yeah uh, it's it's getting to the parts where like I haven't seen after the tuning exams, so like that's what I really want to see is all the stuff after. So I'm excited now. It's getting it's getting to where I really want to be in in that show. So sweet. So yeah, that's my weekly Naruto update. Um, and now we have TV news. Uh, let me get over to that section. Okay. Uh, first piece is uh, we got our first look at the live-action Cowboy Bebop series. 
Yeah. Or, this looks good. <laughs> like, it looks good. We don't know if it's going to be good. Exactly. And that's why I have such conflicted feelings, because I know <laughs> yeah. I know the pipeline. The yeah. popular anime turns into terrible live-action movie. Mm-hmm. But the pictures do look very promising. Like, they actually look like the original show with, like, the original actors, or the, the actors yeah. which like the characters, which I'm like, that's yeah. already an improvement over so many other shows, like, Death Note. <laughs> yeah. Death Note, I'm looking at you. Um, but again, the fact that it's, like, it's going to be a series, it's not going to be another movie. Right. Which gives it maybe a little bit more time to breathe. Um, yeah. But it's, like, at the same time, though, I don't want to get my hopes up, because I'm like, well... Yeah. I don't know... <laughs> It's, I do need yeah, to watch it, though. We've been burned before. Uh, the original series, I believe, is it's very short. Uh, so yeah. I think they also announced the release date. I think this is coming in November. So we got a cool few months to like watch through that original series and the end of the movie. They have a cool. They have a cool like feature length movie they actually put out in theaters. Okay. Um, so there's plenty yeah. of time to catch all that. I'm definitely gonna watch the anime actually full through i listen yeah. to the music all the time i'm just like i just actually haven't sat down oh, and the music watched is so it, good so i need to um the original yeah, composer of the of the music is doing the music in this too so Which you know it's gonna also be yeah also just makes me really happy when you have original creators working on remakes that gives me more mm-hmm. hope yes. versus you have like the netflix adaptation of uh, Avatar Last Air Hunter, <laughs> where the original creators literally left, and they're like, this yeah. is what we want to do. And yeah. like, well, that's how you know it's going to be terrible. <laughs> that, that's that's a perfect comparison, because we talked about that last week in the casting for that, so... Oh, yeah, totally. Very skeptical for that, too, as well, right now, so we'll see. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I definitely, I definitely have more hope for Cowboy Bebop than uh, Avatar at this point. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, uh, so th- so that's probably the biggest piece of news. But uh, we also have Attack on Titan, the final season, part two for that is coming out in January 2022. So fans can get ready for that. Uh, I felt like that was notable enough to mention, especially since we got a lot of anime going on here. Um, and then the final piece of news is more so I can just like destroy th- this this, but uh. They have a trailer out for a new He-Man show, and this isn't the thing that Kevin Smith did. This is like a new CG 3D animated He-Man show that is for kids. Yeah, uh, I remember like weird. seeing sort of the trailer and news about it. I'm like, is this the same show? Is this a? No, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. I mean, I, okay. I get that it's for kids, but it's like they. I feel like this is how they. Bu- this is what they butchered, like. Everybody was up in arms about the the new the the sequel, the Kevin Smith He Man show, but to me this is like okay, this is what you should be pointing your finger at because this is a cash grab for toys right here, which Master of the Universe was always about the toys. But I'm just like okay, yeah, this is just something completely different and completely new. Here's the thing you should <laughs> you should focus on. So um, it just does not look appealing to me. It's not. It doesn't even like look like Shira or anything. It's just. Or Voltron. It's just, it looks worse than those. So, um, so yeah. Uh, people can go check out the trailer for that if they want to. It just feels weird. Because I didn't even know that there was a second He-Man show coming out. Nobody knew, I don't think. <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up for, for my personal grievances. <laughs> but uh, that is the podcast. Uh, do you have anything else you're geeking out about? 
Um, nope. Cool, me neither. Uh, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me on Tuesday streaming Amori. Once again, I'm just inching closer and closer to end that game. I'm really excited to <laughs> finish it because then I'm going to be able to look up all the other cool stuff that I missed because I, yeah. I missed a ton of stuff. So, <laughs> Also, please uh, join me because it's a scary game and I don't like being scared. So, <laughs> That's uh, Tuesday nights, uh, twitch.tv slash Grace 5 to 7 Pacific Standard Time. Cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarheroLJ. Um, if if the poll goes a certain way, I have a poll on Twitter of whether I should do daytime streams and go longer because it mm-hmm. seems like people enjoyed that last week. So I might be doing earlier, but uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, might it'll probably be at noon central. So sweet. Um, with that, uh, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!